so Let's not get into it if you're not. Are you recording yet, or yeah, I am. Yeah, should we wait? <laughs> no, recording. Yeah, you can talk. Yeah, have at it. Right, I better start then, didn't I? I was going to say you're going to do your over elaborate intro. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, no. I, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I've, I've toned it down. I I, I couldn't keep up with um, One Division. Presented a nice opportunity with the um, the adverts. Um, you know what I'm hearing, Steve? Can't be bothered. <laughs> half fast. <laughs> got a real job again now, so we haven't got time to write intros. <laughs> I haven't done it for any of these. I haven't been asked for any of them. Hello and welcome to Marveling Marvel, your weekly look at everything Marvel slash comic books. Currently going episode episode by episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And tonight we are looking at the best episode so far. Uh, and I think the most action-packed episode of any of the Marvel TV series so far. It's episode four of Falcon and Winter Soldier. The whole world is watching, it's called. And boy are they. What do we think of it? then <clears throat> oh th- well, introducing steve. uh we got steve <laughs> we got terry we got me steve how you doing buddy <laughs> i'm getting a little, a little bit offended by your lack of care tonight <laughs> i know i know <laughs> i actually had to do a day's work today it's really throwing me off excellent I wish people could see steve's backdrops he, he he always goes for topical backdrops today he's gone for some very delicious looking turkish delight irresistible mm. um mm. yeah i'd quite like do we all like turkish delight i know it can be yeah, sort of yeah. I, I don't hate it as much as some <clears throat> people hate it but i don't i also i was just saying to steve before we before uh we came on um if i had zemo's money that wouldn't be my suite of choice <laughs> I mean, I prefer the bar that's got chocolate around it as well. Yeah, no, I don't. Than, like, I, the I don't. And Turkish delight. I, I prefer it back my background, my yeah, like with just like in, in baking in um, <clears throat> floury. Sh- is it sugar? It must be like caster sugar, right? Yeah, I would yeah. imagine it's caster sugar. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's flour, Dan. Jesus Christ, that make it dry as fuck. <laughs> so, Dan, based on what you said, yeah. If you didn't have Zemo's money, what chocolate and sauce sweets would you buy? Oh, I'd just be like wall to wall topics. And I think I'd be able to get hold of them because no one else likes them. So I like uh, the topic. I like yeah, the topic so do I. As well. oh, yeah. Don't see I'm fucking wrong, anymore, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had Zemo's money, I'd have a fucking tuck shop. Oh, that's the, just like a wall of everything. <laughs> Complete with a 16 year old servant. No, no. He's not He's not Epstein. Um, so, um, <laughs> uh, that, the other voice you heard was Terry. Terry, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Kind of craving a topic right now. <laughs> I know, right? I, I nearly bought some as well when I did the shopping. Yeah, that's one for the book, it. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That, that's the um, the epilogue. Yeah, that's a heck, a heck of an anecdote. <laughs> to sum that. it all up, yeah. I should have bought those topics. Yeah, and then Martian Manhunter will turn up for no fucking reason. Um, so um, <laughs> let's let's go through episode four of the Falcon and Wind Soldier. It's, coincidentally, this is the most rambling we've ever done, and there's just so much to talk about in this episode. So I've got the episode mm. started. I want to go like moment by moment of the episode um, because just so much I think possibly the opening is one of the most emotional openings to anything Marvel's ever done 
and could rival pretty much anything for emotion. Obviously, it's definitely something you couldn't come into cold to. You need to have seen the preceding 22 films, etc., yeah. etc., et as people always moan about. But yeah, tough shit. You are so <laughs> with Bucky at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so Sebastian the- Stan is just <clears throat> immense in that sort of what two-minute yeah. scene. The amount he gets over. Well, I think we've seen more emotion in these TV series than we've seen portrayed in most of the MCU so far. Like in terms of of um, actually having time to set up things like grief in 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 uh, yeah. WandaVision. and this is like clearly like it shows. I'm I always assume it shows what he's thinking as, as like she's reading out like the list of trigger words, and mm-hmm. um, it shows like everything he's done, and then when he kind of breaks into a smile at the end through the tears, knowing that he's not the same guy anymore and he's not that guy um then yeah that 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 got me that's when it really like truly got me it, it already kind of got me and then it also sets up this relationship with uh with io as well who um, yeah. who more on that later is is freaking awesome you roll mm. a little tear for this one steve with bucky I, I i didn't to be fair <clears throat> team captain it fuck him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i felt what was so brilliant about it was I mean I'll be the first to admit I didn't think about those trigger words in yeah. Civil War yeah. it didn't cross my mind like oh I wonder if he still gets triggered by that and I, yeah. you know it was emotional to watch don't get me wrong I thought you know and it was yeah Sebastian Stan but he really is just coming to his own in this series it was yeah. so clever by Marvel to include that because if I was writing this series I wouldn't even dreamt of including a scene like that in the film so mm. I never even considered the trigger words again since civil war until and that steve is why amongst other things we are not marvel writers no exactly yeah (laughs) i reckon they're pretty good at this now yeah they're very good they've got they've got their eye on but yeah i think moving on from what steve said they're just it would have been very easy to ham up that scene from sebastian stan's Mm. point of view but he just he gives it enough whilst also you can tell he's trying to hold it back but he can't and i just yeah, yeah i i didn't cry myself but I didn't no. think it was very emotional and incredibly well done. Yeah. Yeah, like <clears throat> proper acting in a, in a Marvel series. And we we saw that in in uh, WandaVision from um, Elizabeth Olsen a lot as well. Mm. Where where they're actually having time to set things up and actually do some like proper acting and I I think though this would be if this was a film this scene would be in it. This scene would probably open it, open the film. Yeah, I think um, it's quite yeah. bold to open the episode with it as well, like yeah. the pre-credits, not like some sort yeah. of action thing, not some sort of Agent Walker thing, mm. just to basically punch you in the balls to start off the it really the does. It is a bull punch sandwich, this episode. Just mm. like you start with a bull punch, then you get some action, and then whack, unsuspecting bull punch at the end as well um, oh it's not a bull punch at the end is it that is a bazooka to the doesn't add to the end <laughs> it really is it's unreal so yeah he kicks off this after we saw io uh with the dora milage are uh, in latvia i had no idea that's what they were called until they, they mentioned it like six seven times in this episode i always forget what they're called yeah. but i'm so glad they mm. did mention it several times in this episode because they are yeah. one of the coolest things about the MCU as well. Yeah, just they're, they're fucking awesome. I, every time they're, they're on the screen, my eyes are drawn to them because I know they. It's like the Simpsons. The little guy hasn't done anything yet. He's going to do something. You know, it's going to be good. 
like that's the Dora Milaje. You know that whatever they do is fucking awesome. So like any time they're on the screen, that I, I want to watch. Reference, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it's the fact that that like in the opening scene, Bucky looks genuinely scared of them as well. He's a super soldier, and he's like, "You do not fuck with these people." Because they will fuck it's you just up. Obviously, jumping ahead a little bit, where yeah. they come back later on in the episode, yeah. everyone apart from <laughs> Walker yeah. is just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And he for some reason <laughs> decides to antagonize them. <laughs> yeah. And Not a just, smart move. It's the way the other three are basically just stood there sipping their drinks, watching it happen. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, do, fucking have him. We should do something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we get a bit more in this episode as well of um the whole whole episode set in latvia apart from the opening um Mm. uh, we get a bit more zemo who is essentially becoming the comic relief in this Mm. like very much yeah yeah. Yeah. he's also i think that's yeah potentially like a not necessarily a misdirect but i think he's going to do something and i think they are deliberately doing Mm. a sort of oh he's not so bad he's not so bad and then bang something's going to happen well he's the one that's come closest fuck he's the bad guy he's the one that's come closest so far to catching carly yeah like he's the one that actually shoots her and destroys all the other super soldier serums which we'll get to in a bit but but it's yeah it's this this episode's a lot of zemo swanning around his latvia pad as well in dressing gowns (laughs) and loves it yeah he does yeah I think he just loves a bit of freedom, doesn't he? But um, we get um, <clears throat> it's a, a setup. You know, he knows how to speak to people in this town. Basically, is is what comes across, and we also get that no one wants to speak to a, an Avenger, like when, when an opportunity yeah. arises as well. Like, and you can kind of understand why. I think we start to understand as well that the Global Repatriation Council, which is the only way I'll remember that their actual uh, initials. Uh, is um, is clearly doing more than they should be to rehome people that came back after the snap. Like it's if clearly it, isn't yeah. it? It's just that obviously rich people got snapped. People moved yeah. into their house. The rich people are back, so they fucked them onto yeah. the street, haven't they? There's not even like, oh, we're going to put you here. It's just get out. That's not your house anymore. Basically, yeah, seems that way. And it feels Dark like Knight rises style. Yeah, and and th- this is this kind of backs up the whole argument that Thanos was right as well. Because the whole world was getting on really well when everyone snapped, basically. The, 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 the small part we saw was Captain America, Black Widow being really sad. But the rest of the world seems to have gone like, right, well, we'll all muck in together because this is a, a global crisis, a universal crisis that we need to deal with. And they did it. And five years later into that, they seem to have actually made it work really well. It's only when everyone comes back that then you've got an, a population problem, which is the thing that Thanos has been banging about, banging on about the whole time anyway. It would be cool if they did something set during the snap. Yeah. So whether it's a series or a film, but literally, so it starts with the snap and like, I don't know, some random Joe on the streets, husband disappearing, mm. and then you just follow her for the five years or whatever. I mean, how many how many couples are going to have very awkward conversations when their wife turns up again after five years? Well, especially if you consider yeah. that potentially you, you're in bed with your wife mm. having relations, <laughs> she gets snapped, five years later you've remarried, you're going at it with your wife in the bed, and your old wife reappears <laughs> while you're doing the new wife. Yeah. Considering that wife's going to come back with no knowledge that she's been gone for five years, as we saw from Maria. Mm. 
uh, sorry, Monica, because yeah. she came back and she had no idea. Time. So literally, she's one minute she's getting, she's having sex with her husband. The next minute, her husband's next to her having sex with <laughs> someone else. Just the, the potential of it is incredible, really. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact that they leaned into it because because in Endgame, they could have just gone and they completely undid the five years. There's going to be time travel. You just undo the five years and you have basically end game follow immediately on from infinity war they went no fuck it this five year thing happened and we're going to deal with the consequences in tv series mm. um and although ironically well. everyone who's had a tv series so far was snapped yeah yeah true mm. and then we're going to get loki next so he wasn't necessarily snapped but he was clearly been up to something over that time so um but would the snap have affected <clears throat> the multiverse that's well i'm sure we'll find out like marvel are reinventing themselves they're being very clever about it as well they're, they're yeah. doing something different with with these the tykes yeah the, the the silly sausages i don't know um but it's um <laughs> if only they could keep up with dc eh yeah yeah uh. trick is spunk it all in one four hour film obviously that's the way to go um but then cut it and get someone else to do a two-hour version of <laughs> dog shit, and then four years later <laughs> to make it to make it look. Good. That's where David Ayers made a mistake. He needed to get someone to do an even shitter version of the film, and then he can come and he goes. Well, we now want to see the Ayers cut because at least it'll be better than the Michael Bay cut. That's the only person I could think that could do a bit worse job. Uwe <laughs> Boll. That'd be even longer though, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? The Michael Bay cut. Yeah. So yeah, we um, get a. Um, glimpse into the fact that baron zemo is very manipulative can talk to kids and you mentioned the the uh white queen before we came on this is very reminiscent of the white queen tempting the kids in the lion the witch and the wardrobe as well with the turkish delights mm. which is very cool but it was kind of sad though was it because he mentions like turkish delight was his son's favorite yeah. it's not just like random it is almost like him i guess in his own kind of way like giving his son a treat by giving this other children the Turkish like seeing like, yeah. the same reaction. Yep. And so again, making you like him and making you feel sorry for him. Yeah. He, I was about to say he was a, always a sympathetic bad guy, but he did blow up a building and killed a ton of people. <laughs> Not just a so, building, yeah. the UN. <laughs> UN building, yeah. And killed the King of Wakanda. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, you are supposed to feel some sympathy for him that he did obviously lose an awful lot. Um, but and, and is in, obviously incredibly manipulative as well. So they they um, they find a kid who's going to lead them to um, what's a bloody name, Mama? Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're sort of stepmother's funeral, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, who yeah. who is? I'm guessing like a foster mum to like loads of people by the by the sounds of things we get yeah. a scene where i really want cherry blossom tea i really want to try that now that sounds amazing <laughs> um winter bucky not so much a fan apparently yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um but, uh, but i quite fancy it. it looks quite good and the whole time zemo's wearing this ridiculous coat as well which i love as well so Oh, that, we'll be seeing that coat all over in the winter mate that'll be the number one fashion accessory yeah i quite want one <laughs> it looks quite cool it's got Bane in, again, again, Bane in Dark Knight Rises vibes. It really does, yeah. Like the, his, his is like a sheepskin one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
Mm. Del Boy Coke. Um, and um, yeah, we get some more Agent 13, some Sharon Carter as well. She's, she's definitely high up. She's more involved than I think she's letting on. If uh, Even if she's not the power mm. broker, in this episode, we see her walking past people with big yeah. guns. We see her. She's always on her own. She never seems like she's in trouble. So no. I think... At the very least, she's like the power broker's right-hand woman. Yeah. If not the power broker. Yeah. Okay. But she has access wait. to satellites as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait, again, satellites, I keep drawing exactly. parallels. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises mm. with... Um, Talia. I would just say Catherine Tate then. Miranda Tate. <laughs> <laughs> like when you watch that back, there's bits where it looks like she's being kidnapped, but actually she's just stood by people with guns looking powerful mm. and it's actually her. So I think there's, again, parallels to that. Potentially, definitely, yeah. Um, we get a kind of more sympathetic side of the uh, Flag Smashers as well, whilst them beginning to realise that they are being seen as terrorists. Like, the whole world is seeing them as, as something they don't necessarily see themselves as, even though it I kind of Carly is. Carly does, doesn't she? It's just yeah. the others. Yeah, Carly sort yeah. of feels like she knows what needs to happen and she's having to drag the others along. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, it, it, they they play heavily into the whole the super soldier serum enhances your personality in this as well. So she mm. is like a rebellious personality. So as a result, this is going to turn her into what the flag smashers are essentially as well. And even the people she's surrounded with aren't as uh, motivated as she is. Like you got the guy who said that he even used to look up to Captain America, and uh, he, horrendous he, piece of foreshadowing. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he does definitely look up to Captain America in this at one point. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we we definitely get we're definitely getting a more human side of the, the flag smashes as well, which I think's good because I think this is one of those kind of things that Marvel Marvel for the longest time had villain of the week problems in the sense that we didn't get to learn about villains really they were just there and then yeah. in massive suits and now particularly phase four they started giving <clears throat> them a bit more depth which is really good almost that sort of point where in this series you're kind of trying to figure out who the actual villain is yeah like, you know so you're, you're led to believe it's the flag smashes then but like, potentially be zemo then it could be dickhead walker walk, whatever his name is <laughs> you know what i mean and then it's, yeah. it's hard to kind power of broker as well, Steve. Don't yeah. get power broker. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to get that. Yeah, don't um, forget Armand Zola. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, speaking of dickheads, th- at this point, then um, John Walker and Battlestar, and the, the, I, I love that they are just wandering around in the uniforms, like nothing's yeah, he loves like. It, doesn't he? Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Like the whole the whole thing with um with Steve Rogers was he never thought he was good enough for the uniform. He was always trying to be like he's trying to live up to the mantle. Whereas John Walker's already dropped a do you not know who I am? So yeah. we've got issues there already. also And I think yeah. it's possibly later in the episode him signing autographs for people as yeah. well. That was very uncapped. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm. Also, we've got, um, he's just very, um, it feels like there is definitely a hint of PS- PTSD there as well with him. Like, whatever happened they talk between, about yeah. something, don't they? How many They're people they could have saved if, um, 
if they'd have had super soldier serum as well um but yeah he's just got a bad attitude in general (laughs) he's a bit of a dickhead no one seems to like him and i think it must mess with him that the falcon is constantly kind of putting his hands on him to like stop him doing things and and i i think throughout this whole thing he's feeling quite threatened by the falcon by uh sam as well like the idea Mm. that that sam was actually given the shield by captain america john walker wasn't john walker inherited it from the u.s government um and so there are times when we get to the scene where he basically wants to throw down with sam and like actually have a fist fight with him and i kind of wanted to see that because i actually think sam would kick his ass but um yeah <laughs> um the other side of it is that that we we find out in in a lot of this that Battlestar's kind of the calming influence for john walker as well yeah, he's Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, he he, yeah. he re- that's a great great analogy. Yeah, he's really um, he, he he kind of actually thinks about things before rushing into them, and I think without him, John Walker would have already caused far more problems than he he already has uh, at this point yeah. as well. Do you think there's potential that maybe they're like lovers oh, again, so. just to push? Where they sort of pushed all the agendas and stuff, whether the, just to throw in the oh, and the new Caps gay, by the way. Uh, I don't, I can't see it. Just because it's Disney. And mm. Disney have to sell this to loads of countries that are hugely homophobic. Uh, hence yeah, but they're why... showing that he's an arsehole. Hmm? So he's gay and he's an arsehole. Yeah, <laughs> I, still don't, I still don't think they'll do it. They, they like to show uh, scenes of, of uh, homosexuality that they can easily edit out of uh, certain uh, versions of the film. So, much like in um, the Rise of Skywalker, they have to heavily emphasise that Poe Dameron's not gay. Like my 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 attitude has always been Poe Dameron will just fuck anything. Like mm. I don't think I don't think he cares. Like so, I, I would have loved to have seen when we did our um, what would we do to make the Rise of Skywalker better? I had like a polyamorous relationship between Poe Dameron, Rose, and Finn as like a they're just all fucking each other and they're having a great time <laughs> like so just but uh but they can't do that because certain countries won't show a star wars film and it's disney so they has to happen which is sad uh, that we are at that point that, that they can't show these things because certain countries won't just won't show them um we get falcon pleading with everyone to say just let me go in alone with her and speak to her which i thought was really quite captain america-y just trying to avoid yeah. a fight um and then john walker brings the fight on because he has that yeah, moment he was where he's a right dick in that scene where he's yeah. constantly like let's go i want to go i want to yeah. go like he was had he potential spoilers for the end of the episode had he taken the serum at that point he hadn't he hadn't, he? He hadn't been picked it up no no yeah i, so again, I, think, I think yeah like we said almost although he's not like almost like little man syndrome isn't it like he feels mm. like he has to just keep chirping at people and going at people because I've, I've got it on now and he's just standing there staring at the shield as well like muttering into himself which says that like he's almost like well you know because the thing is America. as well which i know steve <clears throat> did it as well <clears throat> but he has the shield on his back a lot more yeah so it's almost literally like he's got the monkey on his back yeah the shield it's uh, a very good point yeah yeah definitely mm. i like that um and then yeah, eventually he kind of busts through. He well, he convinces. Isn't Bucky. Zemo tied 
he's handcuffed yeah. to a railing or something yeah. at this point, isn't he, Zemo? And Zemo escapes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so obvious he was going to escape the moment he got those handcuffs out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zemo is playing everyone. I think. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, like he he knows exactly what he's doing. An opportunity presented itself in prison, and he he just escaped basically. Um, but he escapes to go and um, when they chase Carly out of the room, because uh, Walker convinces Bucky that it's not safe for Sam up there alone, basically. I wasn't sure if he convinced him or if he ended up just pushing through. Because you got kind the feeling of, yeah. that he was talking him round, but I don't know if he actually did or not. I don't know. They didn't really explain it, did they? Uh, yeah, they were sort of having a chat and then he's just coming through. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit of both, really. Um, Once again, Battlestar comes across as a, a really likeable person in this bit as well. In general, yeah. well, they've got he's, to build him up, haven't they? Did a really fucking good job as well because he was really likable in this episode. I thought, like, mm. he's just really honest. He's he's there yeah. believing he's doing the right thing, whereas John Walker is all about John Walker. And yeah. um, although he obviously, I think we're going to get a flashback to the scene that they're talking about with how many people they could have saved. At some point, mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we got some kind of flashback there. Um, so they chase Carly out. Baron Zemo finds her. Baron Zemo is the one that actually manages to shoot her, and then smashes all the super soldiers here. Or so he thinks. John Walker hits him in the face with the shield, which doesn't seem to do that much damage. <laughs> yeah, say so that yeah. shield seems to be. It's a very sort of uh, fickle thing, isn't it? Mm. One minute it's killing people knocking people out or mm. it's just giving him a light tap <laughs> i kind of assume that he doesn't have quite as much power at this point with it obviously as at the end potentially yeah. yeah um so she runs away uh they capture zemo again because they knock him out with the shield and then the Dora Milaje turn up in one of the best scenes in the whole episode i thought it was just, it, you can imagine that yeah. if it had been like a cinematic experience in a cinema, yeah. the bit where Walker reaches out yeah. to touch her on yeah. the shoulder, you would have heard the... I, from all like <laughs> 600 people in the cinema. I equate it to, you know, Faulty Towers with uh, yeah. the builders and where Basil Faulty goes, oh God, don't smile. <laughs> that, that's, that's what it was like in my head. Like the bit where then... Within uh, Sybil Fawlty beats the shit out of the builder, basically, with a handbag. Um, <laughs> it was the kind of, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You, this is not how you do this. Yeah, um, I just love how they sort of beat him. and You could tell they were holding back as well, like the bit where like they throw the spear and they stop him being able to pick up the shield. Yeah. And they're literally just taunting him. Like, if they wanted to, he'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that definitely comes. And as I just Bucky stood there sipping his thing, and Zemo oh. literally Zemo just stood there sipping his whiskey, and then sort of sees his chance and just pops through <laughs> the doors. Just the way he just shuts the doors behind himself, it's just yeah. like, a, well, I might as well now, and I. <laughs> they're here for me. I better make my escape while I can. Yeah. Yeah, and they essentially. And then obviously the immense bit as well, which put me in mind of Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah. Where Io disarms Bucky. Yeah. And it's like it's like, yeah. a, it's like a very specific hand movement on his yeah, shoulder like the, as well. It's like the five finger death yeah. punch, isn't it, on yeah. Bill's chest? But one thing as well that I, I read somewhere about that 
it shows that potentially they never actually truly trusted that he was deactivated. Mm. Which once had again goes into super on. Goes into Bucky's trust issues. Yeah. Um, he does the, the way he's just holding yeah. it afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> he just stood there holding his own arm. He does the uh, activating the arm thing again, like he did in uh, Winter Soldier. So, like he when he swings the arm round, it's kind of like yeah. it's it's like pulling it back into place after it's kind of been dislodged. He's trying to cop Henry Cavill loading his guns. reloading his hands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's so good. I love that film. Um, so yeah, uh, even Battlestar at this point is kind of standing back, just kind of what are you doing john like this is ridiculous and they proper embarrass him as well like they they do the whole laurel and hardy hit him back into something that's already there behind him with the the uh, as he calls it the pointy stick (laughs) give it a rest (laughs) they're gonna beat the shit out of you (laughs) i mean he might have just gone come on love calm down yeah exactly yeah (laughs) he proper tries to mansplain doesn't he at this point so yeah, yeah he's uh i love that she um the way she, yeah, just completely disarms him by pushing the um, the spear through the shield, through finds yeah. the point and the one point in the shield that's not vibranium, and then when she does the kick flip mm. up to her arm as well, and it's like yeah, yeah. and then like leave it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Always kind of assumed I mean, that this like, whole episode yeah. really felt a bit like in One Division with the episode where it ends with Pietro. Yeah, this whole episode seemed like a pushing walker yeah you're just a man you're just a man you you're nothing without the serum you're nothing without the Mm. serum oh look there's some serum yeah the whole thing was just building to it from the very beginning yeah yeah he was always gonna i i've always thought he was gonna they weren't even super soldiers yeah yeah they weren't even super soldiers but they are fucking awesome like if you get the shit beaten out of you by these guys there's no shame in that i don't think anyway no. but yeah I just love no, how yes. she kicks the shield back up and yeah, it's so cool they're, they're just as I say like any time they're on the screen you want to watch them they're, they're, they're just they've been done so well and I can't wait for the supposed Wakanda TV series which will yeah, heavily focus focus on them yeah be interesting to see what, well obviously we don't know what they're going to do with Black Panther 2 at the moment but mm. be interesting to see where they go with the Wakanda series yeah yeah and then the potentially the one mistake Battlestar makes is um, telling him he should definitely take a super soldier serum. Basically, yeah. oh yeah, hundred percent, I'd take it. Oh, hundred percent in a heartbeat. You got without, me. Let's do without it without thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <clears throat> Carly then threatens um, Sam's sister, but it turns oh, out he just cold. needs to. Yeah, yeah, just needs to know who who Sam is. But still, that's a harsh thing to do. But the whole thing is. And once again, Sam tries to reason with her still. But the whole thing's a setup because they're trying to trap um, Captain America, sorry, Wilson, sorry, Walker, not Wilson. Um, Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Walker and, um, and Battlestar. And they manage it. Uh, Battlestar gets knocked out. He's tied up, and that's when I thought he was going to die. By the way, I thought there was going to be like yeah, an explosion again, or something. Dark yeah. night, wasn't it? Where he's like laying on the floor and he can see something dripping. Yeah. I assume that was petrol. Or yeah, something. same. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was uh. just water, and yeah, it was a misdirect. Yeah. But he escapes, um, and we find out that Walker's taken John Walker's taken the uh, super soldier serum. When he bends in a comedy Hulk Hogan esque 
fashion bends like or like an old Victorian strongman bends like a metal <laughs> rod like in two. Yeah. Um and then this this is where it starts getting crazy because at this point yeah, Lamar. Yeah. Sorry, Battlestar. I keep calling him Battlestar, but I hate calling him Battlestar because I keep wanting to say Battlestar Galactica. So, um, well, this won't have to do it anymore. This character means so much yeah. to you, you just cannot get his name right. <laughs> he's, he's one of my favourite characters in the whole thing so to far. To be fair, you ain't got to worry about it anymore, mate. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> um, huh. Anyway, yeah, Lamar escapes. Uh, John Walker's about to get the shit beaten out of him by Carly, and in one of the most brutal deaths I've ever seen in a Marvel product, uh, she basically punches him in the chest and then he flies through the air and we see what happens when a normal person fights a super soldier, basically, that's untethered. I was just saying, it's the first time we've yeah. properly seen what would happen if you got punched that hard. Yeah. I assume, like, your chest just collapse collapses. Like, I mean, you'd imagine there's yeah. going to be some broken ribs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, he's he's dead. So John Walker chases after. We've never seen anyone in the MCU react this way, except Iron Man, obviously, who tries to kill Winter Soldier, even though yeah. Winter Soldier didn't know what he was doing. But you know, so technically, Iron Man in Civil War is worse than uh, than John Walker here. But you know, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> You just did someone's trigger words. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just playing. Um, but, yeah, but, I know, um, I know. <laughs> so yeah, he, he dives out the window in like a very uh, Captain America Winter Soldier kind of way when he's chasing down Winter Soldier to chase down these super yeah. soldiers. Um, Carly gets away, but the one who was sympathetic towards Captain America, it gets hit with the shield trying to stop him and then he's lying on the ground pleading for his life saying it wasn't me it wasn't me as Captain America then brings down the shield and I'm assuming decapitates him I don't know if he decapitates him but he certainly gives yeah. him the fucking beating of a lifetime well, and definitely him. dead yeah yeah because um, it get it sort of parallels to Civil War where yeah. obviously Iron Man's lying on the floor and Cap yeah. has a chance to kill the... him yeah and doesn't do it Smashes the um, battery, but yeah. it's got a fancier name than that. Yeah, the Duracell that he's got running is. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? It's called uh, the Arc Generator. Is that right? Yeah, Arc Reactor. Yeah, Arc it. Reactor. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, truly, truly jaw-droppingly just like, because you're like, he's not going to do it. He's not going <clears> to, <throat> fuck me, he's done it. However this guy dies, it's not quick. Because no. he well, brings that shield soldier. down several times. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. And then he and stands then the, up. Yeah. But then yeah. the iconic image when he then pulls the shield on in a very Chris Evans fashion, yeah. but it's just dripping with blood. Yeah. And you, and he, he's been filmed by everyone in the middle of this town square as well. Yeah. And Bucky and Sam sort of walk <laughs> through the crowd and go, oh. Dressed as superheroes, <laughs> so I think they're going to be in the shit as well here. Yeah. Because they are dressed as the Falcon and whatever Bucky's alias would be when he's, you know, not the Winter Soldier. They're in their superhero. The White outfit. Wolf. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's deliberate as well. I think that because all of a sudden they're in their outfits. I'm like, oh, okay, they're wearing them now. And I don't really know why. But I think it's to say, well, they're in the shit now. They're, they're going to be in trouble here. 
Well, I think that part of the episode, they were like on a mission with mm. Walker, weren't they, really? Yeah. I think that's why. And obviously Sam needs his suit, so he's actually got some sort of power. Um, I think um, it's good. the next episode is going to be interesting. Because for starters, the next episode is the one that Anthony Mackie said, well, you know, that's where things really start to get going. What? Well, this is the one that's meant to have the cameo. <laughs> There's meant to be a cameo in this one for starters, but he says this is the one where, where everything, like, really hits the fan, basically. So, like, <clears throat> he he gets the shield at some point. We've seen him, like, flinging the shield about, haven't we? And yeah. I, I kind of assumed that that's either a flashback or the government just kind of give him the shield at this point because there's no way John Walker can get out of this unless he, <clears throat> unless he makes a run for it. That's what I say. Do you think he's going to go off reservation and just run away? He could He could be picked up by the power broker and become a soldier for him is, is, is where I'm going. Like the complete answer. He could go all like um, uh, cricket from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he starts off as like a, an upstanding priest and by the end of it he's hooked on PCP um, and living on the streets um, sucking off dogs so like it's, it's I think I think it could be like he could become the antithesis of um, of Captain America and become like this agent for Hydra almost or whatever whatever um, Armand Zola's doing with uh, as the power broker mm. in uh, in uh, Madripoor that would be my guess anyway that he's going to go off fully off the reservation and become the bad guy like the full-on bad guy in whatever happens next for for sam and bucky that they have to deal with because he's definitely starting to get a beard on again at the end of the episode or whenever he's you tell us you know something's bad to come in with this cap because he's got a half a beard on yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely i think um, he came across really vulnerable in this episode as well yeah Especially the, especially the second half. I mean, it's almost like you, when you watch a series and someone gets a bit vulnerable, you have that kind of like sympathy towards them. With him, you don't because he's such a dick. <laughs> well, you have it for about 30 seconds then he you does do. something else. I was more yeah. gutted that, you know, Omar died. I know he's called Omar. I'm just saying that. But <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I look like you, Dan, I think he's been brilliant. Like, I, I think yeah. oh, we do get to see more of him if it is via flashback, whatever. But I think you saw that Rumble side and obviously the super soldier serum has obviously enhanced that vulnerability and mm. I don't think he would have done that had he not taken the super serum super soldier serum maybe he may have beaten the crap out of him but I don't think he would have gone to that extent no had it's he not it's heightened mm. like we said Steve was good he became great yeah. Agent Walker was a bit unstable and it's made him incredibly unstable but even even talks about um, the scientist the initial scientist talks about that. It's got to be, they're looking for Steve Rogers, basically. The person that has that personality. They're not looking for the best yeah. soldier. They're looking for the best person, essentially. Yeah. Because do we feel that you become a monster. Do we feel that maybe, at some, I can't remember if I said this last week, mm. but if Sam is to become the new Captain America at the end of the series, mm. do you reckon we'll get to see him take some form of the super, super soldier serum? Or I don't think he'll do, do think it. No, I know he said he nah. quite. I thought when uh, Zemo said to him, "Would you take it?" He was like, "No, straight away." And Zemo mentioned that he said, "No, straight away." I don't know if that was maybe almost like a way of saying he's going to take it eventually. Maybe change the ethics a little bit to 
sort of progress onto Captain America, but I don't know. I don't know if that was put in there intentionally. I can only see Sam mm. taking it willingly, so whether they force it on him, if it became a take this or like your sister's going to die, mm-hmm. then he'd take it. A bit like um, the dreadful, well, not dreadful, not very good film, 30 Days of Night, where Jeff yeah. Harnett suddenly decided that he has to become a vampire to save Melissa George. Yeah. Even though he knows it's going to kill him. And I think that's the only way Sam would willingly take the serum if mm. it was absolutely this is, needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see it personally. Mm. Um, I, I think I think he'll become uh, Captain America as as a, a very vulnerable. Well, I, I think for starters, he's got to win over a good chunk of America that don't believe, including Sam's sister, that don't believe that America represents them as well, which is, is another big mm. thing about uh, the whole Black Lives Matter movement over the last year and a half. So at that point, Sam needs to make drastic changes to to what the S.H.I.E.L.D. actually represents. The, the one, the the... The one thing that's being brought up, I've, I've seen brought up a number of times, is that Steve represented America as they wanted to be. John Walker represents America as it actually is, mm. which I yeah. think is quite good. I, I quite like. Part that. of me does wonder as well whether we might actually see this. Like they'll get rid of the shield. Mm. Yeah, just decide that the shield's too much, and he he'll become Cap but he'll still be Falcon, if that makes sense. So they'll give him a new uniform. They'll start calling him Captain America. Yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. will be in the museum. It's not being used by anyone. Because Sam says he should have destroyed it. He's repeatedly said that as well. So potentially yeah. we could see we could see more of that as well. Mm. Just such a great episode. My favourite episode of either of the TV series so far, I think. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I said the other day, didn't I, in the group that... Mm. I think I prefer watching this over WandaVision. That doesn't take anything away from WandaVision because yeah. it was still an incredible series. But And Terry has quite rightfully said, I think in WandaVision, we're almost looking for things. And I know you've said as well, Dan, is this, you can just enjoy it. You can enjoy the action. You can follow the story. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I enjoy, I, I think I enjoy watching Falcon Winter Soldier more than WandaVision from that aspect of it, of the easy, not easy watch, but, mm. you know, trying to point out or trying to look out for anything you can enjoy it as what it is and what they've done so far is, is brilliant yeah agreed mm. so we're told there's a cameo in the next episode assuming it's not Paul Bettany um, well apparently yeah. this one the main part of the cameo is the character isn't it it's not who it oh, is really? being played by someone who's well known but it's a character within the MCU that we haven't seen before that we haven't seen yet I didn't know that Okay. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's a Marvel character who hasn't been seen before, who people will love, played by someone that they'll love. And the writer said that he would love to see this character interact with Thor. Interact with Ooh. Thor? That beta A Bill, that's pretty well out of. Uh, he's Not never going to be, awesome, but, but yeah, <laughs> imagine very left field. Up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I haven't got a clue. So, so the one that makes sense is Doctor Doom. It could, that's what I mean, because obviously we've been yeah. in Latvia slash Latvia. Exactly, yeah. Which potentially could mean it could finally be Reed Richards and John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 uh, I've moved on, Terry. It can't be. It can't be. And when it happens eventually, it'll be a nice, it'll be a nice surprise. But, but, but Doctor Doom 
kind of makes sense. So, because my my guess was going to be Armanzola as the power broker. Oh, that's my new one, by the way. Uh, Armanzola as a Toby robot. Jones? Yeah, as as the power broker. But we've already seen him, and we've already seen it. So, yeah, probably not going to be that. Um, like they, they've dropped hints about Wolverine. Like, oh, can you imagine? Especially if they got Jackman back. Oh, I'd blow my load. I think. Hugh no. Jackman's like 60 now though right oh you would though Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't sleep with him Terry I'm saying that he probably <laughs> doesn't he's probably over with with the training regime that, that's needed to be Wolverine yeah but he could be like old Wolverine maybe and then they'll bring in like X-23 rather than have a Wolverine in this MCU mm. yeah, X-23 like would be interesting but but yeah as I say they've, they've hinted it with the, the patch act which was his name when he was in Madripoor as well. And then obviously yeah. Madripoor, we've seen um, that now. They've kind if, of hinted it. If they were to bring in a new Wolverine, who would you have? Um, mine relies on you guys watching The Expanse. So uh, <laughs> so uh. it's... Uh, <clears throat> it, it's uh, it's a- The guy who plays Amos, where's Chatham? Um, okay, I'm just going to Google that. As uh, he's... Uh, Potentially Wolverine, I think he'd be very good. Particularly henching that picture. Yeah, look at the pictures with the beard. Now I brought this up with someone. Yeah. They go, "No, I want him to be a Wolverine's actual height." That this one to be Wolverine's actual height. I go, "Good luck finding someone who's five foot three to play Wolverine." Well, like, Tom Hardy's quite short. There you go. Tom Hardy's been mentioned before, before as well. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't see anything wrong with that. To be fair, but then is it easy to mainstream to come in and? A, I think they'd play better off getting someone who's a bit maybe like the guy from Expanse who's known yeah. well but not A-list that's no disrespect to the Expanse of course mm. but yeah yeah no, no. he's never played anything like this that being said I can see them going completely nothing though because if you think although obviously now they're big Chris Hemsworth was a nobody when he got cast as Thor mm. Chris he was, he was the um, captain superstar. at the start of Star Trek when he was cast exactly. as mm. yeah Chris yeah. Evans obviously was a well-known actor, mm. but he wasn't a big actor, was he? This is what made him that. Yeah. So, and even Downey Jr., he was a nobody. So they're not afraid of throwing in an unknown or a complete random. So you just don't know. Yeah, I, I think the trick's going to be find someone in their like late twenties that doesn't look like they're going to age anytime soon as well. Because that, that was what they found with Hugh Jackman was that he did ver- a very good job of not looking like he was ageing. Mm. Despite the fact that he was. And he did that over but 20 t- years. As they've shown with Michael yeah. Douglas, they you don't need to worry about that anymore. Or True. even um, Samuel L. Jackson in Captain Marvel. True. Did it for a whole yeah. film, didn't they? That's, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy uh, was brought up by my mate Tim who's currently watching The Expanse and said he'd make a very good Wolverine and hadn't even thought about it until he mentioned it yeah I I can purely from looking at pictures Mm. of him with a beard in The Expanse yeah he looks like he could be Wolverine yeah yeah also I totally would um (laughs) it's um I don't know though 40 he's 42 no that's not true he's 43 because I mean, I think Wolverine's one of the few where you could go older because you could just say, oh, yeah, he's 200 years yeah. old or whatever. But I think they'll probably want to go younger so yeah. that they've got 
like 20 years of him or whatever it's weird the 15 it, film deal that they make him sign i just typed in <laughs> who should play and the first thing that comes up is wolverine What's, what does the internet think let's have a look shall we um zach schneider huh. it, so a couple of ones keanu reeves for starters can't <laughs> I see would it love it but whoa no. <laughs> no. Um, he is in talk for a Marvel role, though, isn't he? he? Is, he's, yeah. He, is. he, get, he gets talked about for all of it. I think Doctor Strange was the closest he got. Uh, he'd have been quite good as Doctor Strange as well. Not, like, not saying yeah. that Benedict Cumberbatch isn't really good at it, yeah. but but he would. I think he would have been quite good at it. Uh, Taron Egerton. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. He's young as well, isn't he? Mm. Uh. Yeah. Um see what else you can find there's one from last year let's have a look at that 15 actors who play the MCU's Wolverine here we go I think they're going too big with it that's the thing because as you say oh Daniel Radcliffe absolutely not absolutely not (laughs) I mean it would be a different way to go I'd rather see Ron have a go myself yeah (laughs) let's have a ginger Wolverine Uh, Brad Pitt no No, too old Ben Affleck Fuck off. <laughs> Justin Thoreau. He's in the leftovers. He's too old again as well. Yeah. Joel Edgerton. All of these actors are like, okay, if you're going to make a one-off Wolverine film where you're not planning any sequels because of the age. Uh, Taron Egerton. Uh, John Bernthal. Uh, he's surely he's coming back as the Punisher. Yeah, this one I've heard, heard a few times. Charlie Hunnam. Oh, not Charlie. I think he's quite annoying. <laughs> I don't one. think he's a very good actor. Yeah. Uh, We've Daph- seen the gentleman and his incredibly changeable accent. Yeah, yeah. it does change like, an awful lot. What is going on? One minute he's Irish, then he's American, then he's a Geordie. Yep. Yeah, he's not there in most films he's in. Yeah, well, he's he actually under- a Geordie, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. Uh, Daphne Keane, she played X twenty three in yeah. Logan. Yeah. Mm. Jason Momoa, Momoa, Momoa. Didn't know what that was about. <laughs> Jason Momoa. No. Uh, Tom Hardy. The thing with Tom Hardy is, does it matter that he's playing Venom? I don't. I don't think so because I don't. At the moment, there's no. They're not attached, are they? Like the Venom universe. Yeah. The, the Venom verse. Yeah. Uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Lincoln. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Probably, I can, that's probably the so one out of there that I like the most. If he's yeah. full on Rick Grimes with the beard. <laughs> uh, Joaquin Phoenix, because you know. That if Joaquin Phoenix was playing Wolverine, we'd just see a picture of him and go, "Oh look, Joaquin Phoenix is ripped now." Like there'd just be a picture of him with his shirt undone, and just like this complete washboard stomach, just because that's how what he does. Mm. And then the next film, fat. Um, <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Let's get Oscar Isaac as Wolverine. Well, he's he's Moon Knight now, isn't he? He's Moon Knight, so yeah, that's not going to happen. And then number their number one is Keanu Reeves. No, Andrew Lincoln gets my vote. Andrew Lincoln, yeah, yeah. Out of that list, yeah, Andrew Lincoln's my Wolverine. Yeah. I, I don't know who else I would pick. Um, but I've literally think, forgot mean, every single actor in my, like, my head. I'm trying to think. <laughs> of. I think it's got to be someone who's stocky, like a Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Hardy's not bad Because like, hmm? I don't think you necessarily want ripped, because when I think Wolverine, I think big and strong, but I don't think, like washboard out like Zac Efron in Baywatch that's not what I'm thinking I'm just thinking mm. someone who's big 
Zach Efron wouldn't be bad. Mm. So, yeah, the character is played by a well-known performer. Yeah, so it's a well-known performer, but the, the thing I've said is that the main thing is that it's who they're playing. Mm. Or whether that's going to be some obscure fucking Marvel character that uh, however, Spellman and other people will go... Confirmed in a new interview <laughs> that the character isn't an Avenger nor an MCU world shaker. Uh, there was a character... There were characters in our series who I would love to see partnered with, like... It's a very, very grounded character, partnered with one of the big world shakers like Thor or someone like that. The personality is so strong. It's the episode five character. I'd love to see that character with Thor, which you mentioned before, isn't it? Yeah. Thor's Apparently a, this episode yeah. 61 minutes long as well. Ooh, I'm off on Friday, so I'll be watching that. I'm on late this week, so I'll be able to watch it straight away. Nice. I'll, I'll watch it on my lunch. Mm. Um, yeah, so so we think we. I don't think it's going to be Wolverine. Let me put it that way. No, not with what you've just said there. Yeah. That it's not a world shaker. I think I think it could potentially be someone that will hint towards the X Men or something like that. Yeah, maybe like an, a mutant or something, yeah. uh, or someone that's been in the X Men, like a William Stryker or someone like that. Maybe Beast would be kind of cool. Beast would be very yeah. cool. A juggernaut, He's got a maybe. Massive yeah. Or um, what about like a silver sable, something like that, like an assassin from from Spider Man. Mm. But, but then you would see Surfer, the Thor. That'd be awesome. The Thor I was thinking Spider Man really... actually, hmm. not hmm? Spider Man itself, but a character from yeah the Spider Man comics. Yeah, really good character. Mm. Jameson. <laughs> I've got a great meme I'll send you. I forgot to send it to you guys earlier, but it's 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 the um the guy looking back at the girl while the other girl's looking annoyed. And it's oh. um they've put like grey stripes down his side and then the girl says pictures of Spider Man and um it's, it says Jameson <laughs> and it says artistic integrity. Like <laughs> publishing integrity <laughs> or something like that. It's really funny. Um Yeah. I'm not. I'm not building myself up for another letdown. Not not saying that anything in One Division was a letdown, but not I'm the not... engineer all over again. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm just gonna. I'm letting gloriously letting Falcon and Winter Soldier just wash all over me at the moment as well. I'm really enjoying it. Pervert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the actual Falcon and Winter Soldier, but yeah. And then just one more episode after that. Uh, so yeah. we've probably got two hours left. I think, judging by the odd occasion where it's like and now they're here it's like I kind of think that this could have done with one more episode that, that sometimes it feels a little bit rushed yeah, well we haven't seen it all yet obviously. no but like so Maybe far the next sometimes. episode half an hour it'll be sat in chairs drinking cherry tea <laughs> <laughs> I don't because that'll just make me really want to try the cherry cherry blossom tea looks really nice Maybe that's next on my list. I wonder if I can get a hold of it. Right. Anyway, yeah. That's what I'll do next when I finish this. Um, then we've just got it. the two months until Loki. It's a long time, isn't it? Bastards. Then what if comes out? Then everything comes out roughly the same time. So you've got Loki, which leads into Black Widow. You've got what if coming out roughly the same time as well, haven't you? And then, mm. then like, the menagerie of other things that are coming out that Marvel are releasing as well. So Yeah, the ones that have kept really quiet on, like Shang-Chi and the Eternals. Mm. Yeah, Eternals, if they end up coming out this year. I get the feeling Eternals is going to get pushed back. 
would be my guess. Because they haven't done a lot with it, considering because it's got a massive, like, a big cast. Isn't it? Yeah, it's got, like Angelina Jolie yeah. in it. Yeah, this is the film that Kamal Nanjiani got ripped for as well. Yeah. So. So I think we want to see him with, you know, in his super suit. So. So yeah, you guys watch Invincibles yet? Invincible yet? No, because uh, it's doing week by week, isn't mm. it? So I think I'm probably going to wait for the whole thing and then splurge. We'll we'll do yeah. an episode when you guys have watched watched it on it because it is really good. This, this mm. as as good as Falcon and Winter Soldier was this week, Invincible was also really good this week. So, so was this the animated one you were yeah. mentioning? Yeah, really fucking good. Yeah. So we'll do we'll do one at the end on that. Cool. I think that's about it, though. I don't think there's any trailers or anything that we need to talk about this time. Um, no. No. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap it up, then. No, it's not been mm-hmm. a quiet week for a bit. It has, which is good, because it meant we got to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier for a long time, which I'm very <laughs> happy about. Uh, if you want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter. It's just at TMTOH, uh, or Instagram at TMTOH as well. The main part this week, the news, uh, and the 64 finalists with uh, the matchups should be going up in the next couple of days for the World Cup of Villains. Uh, we mentioned it on the last pod, but uh, there's a couple of things I got wrong, so I've just changed it around a bit. Um, so look out for that. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about that cameo, I would imagine. Um, maybe it means literal cameo. Maybe it's cameo the band. And there's a word word up sequence. There's a code word. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to talk about that next week. Thanks for joining me to do this, Steve and Terry. You're welcome. You're welcome, Dan. I feel like I ought to like like say goodbye to each of you individually as well because you know I I neglected to introduce you so. <laughs> makes me feel a little makes me feel a little bit better. To live myself. every day as if it was your last, as if you'd never get to say goodbye to us again. <laughs> <laughs> On that, I think it's time to go. So thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs> bye bye.